cool. And we are live. JT here. Welcome to the huddle. The huddle is where I sit down with successful people from the world of sport and coaching. It's to learn more about their journey to greatness. Why do I have these conversations? Because success always leaves clues. I want to take a moment to thank you, whether you are watching our conversation on YouTube or on Facebook, whether you are listening to the audio on the podcast. Thank you so much for being here with me and my special guest today. And here's my reminder to you. The mind is like a parachute. It works best when it's wide open. So my challenge to you is to go all in on this conversation, to remove any distraction and get laser focused on the here and the now. And I guarantee you, you will gain a valuable nugget of wisdom that will not only help you succeed in sport, but more importantly, in the game of life. I've been looking forward to my conversation with my special guest today before we kicked off and went live. We we're just mentioning how, you know, life, life's really all divine timing. And we connected a little while ago. And it's always interesting how, you know, things happen exactly when they're meant to happen. My guest in the huddle today is currently serving as a teacher, coach, educator at St. Rock here in Ontario. Uh, he was recently uh, named the U16 Team Ontario Men's Tackle Defensive Coordinator. My guest in the huddle today is Jerome Walker. How are you today, brother? I am great. Thanks a lot for having me, JT. Appreciate this, hey. man, so much. Hey, it's all good, brother. Uh, before we get started, I I'd like to remind you know our audience that one of my daily practices is this idea of counting your blessings. And it's a practice that I challenge myself to do every day. You know, some days I do it better than others, but I'm a firm believer that the biggest blessing you can give anyone is your full time and energy. So I just want to thank you so much for, for giving me some of your time and energy and our community. So thank you very much again, brother. No, thank you. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> okay. So the first thing that I always like to remind people in the huddle is that life is a game and games are supposed to be fun. I had a coaching colleague and a great friend that said, we all have our quirks. We all have these things that make us unique and different. So celebrate it. So I'm curious, what's an interesting fact that maybe a lot of people don't know about you that you'd be open to sharing with our community today? Sure. You know what? Um, actually, my first love, so I mean, football has been a part of my life pretty much my whole life, but uh, one of my first loves, and I'm still very heavily involved in it, uh, is um, teaching, coaching martial arts. I'm actually a martial arts master at Taekwondo, so it's a, a big part of when I'm on the football field and I'm with my kids, I'm in the dojang and I'm, I'm helping coach there or teaching, so uh, that's been a big part of my, I guess you could say, my journey to you know to figuring out who I was as a leader or as a as a coach or a teacher. Um, so big part of my life, which not a lot of people know about. But unless you 
are really close to me that you pretty much know that. <laughs> okay. You know, it's interesting. I did notice some of those pictures there and I was just thinking, okay, so I know that, you know, that if I'm hanging around with you, you got my back. That, that you're someone, it's someone good to be hanging around with. So that's awesome. <laughs> so I'm curious, Drew, you know, it's obviously very evident that sport has played an important role for you in your life. First, you were, you were a high quality athlete and then you transitioned into becoming a high quality coach. So I'm curious, what role, what lesson have you gained from sport? And again, I know there's many that you still find yourself applying to other areas of your life today. You know what? Um, I think one of the biggest lessons, as you mentioned, there are so many. Uh, one of the biggest ones that I apply on a daily basis is I take passion, you know, uh, through sport, it's so easy to I mean, once you're passionate about anything, I find that it's easy to be successful, right? So um, just doing things for the sake of doing something I find is not good enough. Obviously, you got to be loving what you're doing. Like that old saying, you know, um, if you love something, you'll never work a day in your life, right? So I found mm -hmm. that, you know, whether it's through, you know, Taekwondo or through football, you know, my children, uh, just good time with family, I find that as long as it involves passion, mm -hmm. that you can never go wrong. You know, mm -hmm. um, you feel fulfilled in a sense, mm -hmm. and that fulfillment also uh, leads to, or it's almost a conduit for giving. You know, uh, giving mm -hmm. back to others and serving others in that same light. Uh, mm -hmm. So, as much as I'm, I feel my heart's fulfilled in doing things that I love. At the same time, I'm giving back, which is so much more rewarding. Mm -hmm. And it, and it's interesting you share that. And and what I what I really heard from you is it, it's it's easy today to get in this space of like just going through the motions right it, it's easy yeah. sometimes to get into that but what I really heard from you again is that idea that when you approach and play the game of life with passion things just seem to flow you seem to just it seems to feel a little easier a little bit more effortless when you approach yeah. life that way absolutely um and that's basically like you mentioned you know post-pandemic is very easy to kind of no, let me just survive this. Or let's just get through this and go on to the next thing, you know? Uh, and people, I guess we all kind of find that a lot of us, we're struggling with that, you know, just kind of mm -hmm. figuring out, okay, who are we really and what do we really want to put our time into? And what mm -hmm. can go along and just, uh, you know, just to take whatever's happening and just to be okay with it, I find is what a lot of people are accepting. Uh, but it's, it's, I find that it's easier to kind of, not easier. It's more beneficial to stop and think about what it is that's going on and to be more passionate about that and to figure out, is this what I want to do? And then if it is, what's the next step, you know, uh, what are my goals and how am I going to get to my goals, you know, mm -hmm. and even as an educator, something that I'm trying to really um, emphasize with teaching my students is, okay, then, you know, what are your life goals? And, you know, a lot of the students are, you know, having a hard time figuring out what the next plan is, which is acceptable because, you know, as a young person, it's, you know, you're always trying to figure out your way, but um, next thing is, okay, well, let's, let's plan something, right? What's mm -hmm. the next step? And let's, and what are we going to do to work towards that? And I find that once they start doing that, it's easier to find, okay, this is what I love. This is what I want to do. Now I could actually, you know, show my passion and, and be proud of what I'm doing and move towards something. So um, mm -hmm. that's what I've kind of noticed in the, in the classroom and on the football field, it's, oh, as you know, coach, it's the same thing, right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, you know, have athletes who have different aspirations, you know, I want to go play college ball. Or I want to, you know, I want to be a coach or maybe I want to go out to the workforce, whatever it is. Everyone has different goals. So I want to go pro. Um, and once they figure out what that path is, it's so much easier 
to be passionate and, and, and to follow that 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 path and help guide these students and their and their and the players mm -hmm. on that path as well. I love it. And, and again, what it really reminded me is the power of asking questions, right? Like thought provoking questions and, and challenging people in a loving way to actually stop and think about what they really want in life, whether it's on the football field, whether it's in school, whether it's in their relationships. So I'm curious, is that something you've always understood the power of questions or was there a, a great coach or a teacher or mentor that really helped you understand the benefit of, of asking questions and more importantly, actually stopping and actively listening to what people share with you? You know what? Yeah. I think growing up uh, through high school, I kind of, I didn't ask a lot of the questions back then. I feel like I didn't really get it then. You know, I felt like I just kind of, you know, this is my role. I'm going to be a football player. I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. I'm just going to go along you know, and do what needs to be done. But I didn't really um, push that ceiling. And I thought, because for a long time, I thought, you know, by not questioning was the way, you know, you weren't supposed to question and move forward. You just got to do what was asked and that was it. Uh, it probably wouldn't be up until university. You know, I've, I've seen a lot of great, my coaches were all fantastic. I was very blessed to have such great coaches uh, to help me throughout my life um, mm -hmm. from, you know, peewee football right through to university football. Mm -hmm. um, I remember my coach, uh, Coach Tom Gretis, um, uh, he coached me at, at York and I remember, you know, I learned so much from just being critical about myself, you know, um, asking about, okay, what I've done, what's worked, what's not working in film sessions. Uh, mm -hmm. you know, when I've seen guys, you know, get to the next level asking, you know, what the path was for them and what needs to be done of me. And, and I found that I, I became the best version of myself, uh, through that process. So yeah, I could definitely say that I didn't really, uh, have that that skill set or that that know-how at that time mm -hmm. until you know I got a bit older and I started to realize, okay, this is the way. You know, this is what mm -hmm. we need to do as 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 growing people, right? Mm -hmm. And and I think that's kind of just resonated ever since it's been consistent. Mm. And it's interesting again hearing you share that. It just reminded me that you know it took a little bit of time, right? It took to university to where your mind actually became open to to again loving yourself tough, challenging yourself to go, Hey, you know, what, what's working, you know, what's not working, you know, how can I get better? And it's interesting when you start to do that and you still start to look within, it's amazing what blessings start to flow into your life. Yeah, absolutely. That was it. And I, and I felt like, and being a social science teacher, I know JT, we, you know, I just had this conversation a little bit before we started today. Like, that's it. You know, that's when I realized this is, this is my calling, almost so much a, a vocation where, you know, I'm going to use that, you know, that process of just being really critical. But, and I think the thing is, and a lot of young people, and I found, and still kind of happens today where they, they think that criticism is, is, is negative. It's, 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 it's a, you know, it shouldn't happen, but, you know, only through criticism can we really find out, you know, who we really are and where we're going to go. And, you know, and I think that's important that we we really emphasize criticism as a positive, constructive uh, mm -hmm. thing. And, and, and that's what I found really helps. And the, the sooner that we, we learn that, uh, the sooner the process begins that we can start, you know, moving towards you no know, greatness in a sense, you know, where we're really figuring out, you know, who we really, what we're really capable of, right? Mm -hmm. Instead of settling for just what we feel as though is, is it, right? <laughs> Yeah, no, and, and <laughs> so many great points there. <laughs> it, you know, again, hearing that, like, it's, it's, it's easy at times and we're, and we're all, and it happens to all of us, right? We all have our blind spots. It's easy to settle for average. It's easy to settle for the status quo, but it's interesting. Like you said, 
when that feedback, right, is given in a constructive way, instead of a destructive way, it's amazing how that that ability to love someone tough actually allows you to bring your greatness to the surface. So I love that idea of, again, making, you know, ensuring that it's constructive feedback. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And it's funny, like, and, and that's, if I could take apart, you know, anything from my time at, at St. Rock coaching is, for me personally, I found that that's been the best way for us to show our love for our students is, is that the students see that we care as much as to be hard on them as hard as we need to, because we know what they're capable of, you know, again, from as, as small as, you know, making the right read on a play or, you know, or from, you know, their classroom efforts and what they're getting in school or how they're with their relationship with their peers and their parents and their teachers, you know, I find that these, these young people see that. You know, mm-hmm. they see that we're actually giving that time to, to make sure that we're paying attention to those things. And, and that's mm-hmm. really proves evident down the line, right? They respect it. And then that's what brings them in, you know, being hard, that tough love. And because a lot of times they're not getting it, you know, unfortunately mm-hmm. in our demographic and, you know, uh, these kids are living in these situations and families where they don't really have maybe the same amount of love given to them, or they don't really see it in their households. They don't really see it among their peers. And so when they come to play football, they're getting that. You know, mm-hmm. and they do a lot. They feel okay. I'm, I'm, I'm important. You know, I'm part of this thing here that we're all, you know, and and that to me has been the biggest, most fulfilling thing I've seen through my time coaching at Rock is being able to be tough, but at the same time, like you know, sharing the triumphs and then celebrating the little things that really make it so they feel important. You know, mm-hmm. you bring up again so many great points there, and, and I love you know, how you shared this idea, because, you know, last year I had the opportunity uh, to meet and connect with a few of the St. Rock's football family. And it was amazing how well-spoken the, the young men were. Like, just, you know, please and thank you, coach. You know, th- that kind of, you know, old school, but still, you know, I, I feel those are timeless. <laughs> and then it was interesting that when the announcement that you were you were going to be serving as the defensive coordinator, I had a message from a, a team old parent who said, who was just singing your praises and just saying, oh. hey, Coach Walker is amazing. You know, again, just just Shay, just shared how you helped be a shining light in, in his son's life. And it was just, I was like, this is where you know, right? Where you don't even know, right? There is nothing saying this parent had to take time out of their right. busy life to do that. But just, again, just that message, I was like, Hey, hey, coach KP, like this is, <laughs> this is exactly what what we were looking for. So again, uh, uh, kudos to you, brother. Oh, thank you. I know. I appreciate that. Wow. It's <laughs> a nice surprise. So, <laughs> so, so, so I'm curious, right? You've created a level of success at, at St. Rock, right? You've been a big part of helping to to grow the vision there to to help create one of the strong and powerful programs in the province, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm curious, you could have continued to just do what's safe and comfortable and stay at St. Rock and and have all these blessings come into your life. What inspired you to throw your hat in the ring to take courageous action, go all in and and, and, and sort of go all in on Team O? I kind of felt like, you know, it's an opportunity, you know, to touch more as many lives as I can. It's an opportunity for myself to grow as a coach, you mm-hmm. know, to experience a different avenue of football, uh, to meet kids outside of 
the realm of, of just my school uh, and have an opportunity to kind of be a part of the journey. You know, uh, I know for myself, you know, there's so many people who've touched my life uh, and whether it's I met them for a day or they, you know, I've known them for years where they've shaped, you know, my journey to becoming, you know, educator or a coach and a player myself. So mm-hmm. I feel like I don't like to waste an opportunity where I think it could really help somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like the Timo uh, position here, when it came up, I'm like, you know what? There's no, what's the worst that could happen here? All I could do is grow. All that anyone around me, I think, could do is really, you know, they could grow. And I find it's a great opportunity to, to go ahead and, and, and jump in. And I'm just so excited about everything so far. And I've seen so much growth in these athletes. And just at St. Rock, for the time I've been there, I've seen so much personal growth in these young men. Whereas mm-hmm. it's kind of, it's contagious and it's, and it's kind of addictive <laughs> in a way where you're like, this is great. I want to see this happen more with more people. You know, mm-hmm. um, if you could touch one life, you know, how many others can we do, can we touch? And I figure this is a great opportunity to learn and grow as a, as a, as a coach myself and mm-hmm. as a lifelong learner, really, you know, um, that's pretty much what the way I look at it, you know, always learning, always growing. And the ceiling is always high, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting as you share, and what I'm reminded of is this idea that great and transformational leaders only preach what they are willing to consistently practice themselves. And and you, again, you know, I'm a big word guy as well. I I was very aware of the words you were talking about. You you mentioned growth many times. You you mentioned, again, this idea of opportunity, right, Of, of giving back. So it's interesting how the language we choose really can determine our outlook on life. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. One million percent. And and the language that we use, as you mentioned, I found too, which has been really important to notice is that this young teaching young adults, uh, language is everything to them. Mm-hmm. Um, I found that if they feel as though you understand them, you know, um, then it's easier to grow together and to earn that respect, right? Because um, all we all know, you know, sometimes if respect is not received, then you know you kind of just go in opposite directions, and the message is not getting through, or you're not as receptive to it. But with young people, as long as you keep the language consistent and clear, and they know that this is what the goal is, we all could go to the goal together. And that's at Saint Rock. I've noticed that there's a whole there's a sense of oneness at, at that school mm-hmm. where where I feel as though we're on the same page for the most part when it comes to what our goals are and how we want to get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, whether we win, whether we lose, it's anything that we've done as, has been as a group, has been together. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, that's awesome. You know, that's awesome. You know, it's, it's, some, it's, it's, it's rare uh, to have that feeling. You know, I've, I've played many sports growing up, um, many, many sports, uh, but there's something about football that, and that sense of, again, oneness, you know, whether you win, whether you lose, just the journey in between, uh, it just feels great. You know, um, mm-hmm. it feels like you're part of something special. And, and I think these students, these kids understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we speak the same language, it's, 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 it's smooth, it's concise, and everyone kind of gets it and we move along together, you know? Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting as, as you share that. Again, it just reminds, you know, it reminded me of the power of sport, right? And, and again, you've, you've been a high-quality uh, athlete and coach, so, so you know you know, I'm preaching the choir on, on how powerful sport is, whether it's Taekwondo, whether it's football. 
But like you mentioned, you know, that's kind of the one interesting thing I think about football is there is so much built in like diversity in the fact of it is accepting of all body types. It doesn't matter, you know, what neighborhood you grew up in, what the color of your skin is like, there really is a role for everyone. And I think just the size of a football, like you can really create a role for, for anyone. And, and, and I, and I, and I feel like there's just, again, like you had played a lot of sports. I just don't know if any sport has as much built-in opportunity as football sport. A lot of sports are beautiful. I, I just don't know if it has as much opportunity yeah. as, as football. You're right. That's exactly that. It's, yeah, it's, I find you learned like you mentioned, you know, diversity in, in football. And I, I found too that like, even just through adversity through football you know mm-hmm. how often do we go through that you know you whether it's during a game it's in a practice you have an injury you know you depend on you know the you know the ultimate sport where you know obviously in Canada 12 guys in the field at a time for a team each and every one of those guys or girls uh mm-hmm. responsibility is that is as important as the next person's and they lean on each other so when one person doesn't do their job we all know the impact of and how that works you know and even in practice you know uh so when you go through things in football, you learn and you grow. And then you have ne- the best part about it is, well, you have another chance to get at it. You know, you make mm-hmm. a mistake. That's okay. Get on the next play. Get on the next play. You know, as I grew up as a defensive back and, you know, one of the things that I was always told, I said to me is, Hey, you know what? You didn't make a play. You no, know, a ball was caught on you or you dropped a pick. Guess what? Get the next play. Right. Yeah. Forget it. Shelve it. Get the next play. Right. Yeah. The short-term memory. Right. And, and that whole concept, yeah, you're right. What other sport can you really get that in, you know? Uh, and that's why I want to say, like, when you win or when you lose, either way, it's as a team, you know? Yeah. Uh, you know, this past off, so, you know, we, we had also a loss. And, and, you know, even in, in that loss, I'm looking around at the players and you could tell everyone felt the same in that moment. Mm-hmm. And you, you feel a sense of pride in, in, in what you do and, and for each other, you know, as brothers mm-hmm. and sisters and everything. And this sport is, is just something special. And that's why we're still around doing it. That's why we'll, we'll keep doing it because it's just like you said, it's, there's so many great sports out there. You know, I love sports in general. There's not many sports I don't like, but yeah, yeah but football is that one where it, it's hard to not just fall in love with every aspect of what it does for you as a person and, and, and what you could get from it. Right. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that you, you mentioned that off the bowl game. And, and one thing, like I remember again, following it, you know, from afar, what really resonated with me was, yes, there was some disappointment that, you know, you did not win the final game in terms of the scoreboard. Yeah. But what I really love, though, is the message is that you you really went to celebrate the St. Rock football family and you really acknowledge the student athletes, you know, the coaches, you know, the community at large and just said, hey, we had a great season. Like that was one thing I, I thought, hey, that 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 that's next level right? Like that's a next level, like being able to focus on the next play. And it was so interesting where, again, it's easy to sometimes, you know, point the finger and go, you know, we should have won, we could have, but again, it was just, it felt like there was a sense of celebration on, Hey, we may not have won the game on the scoreboard, but we had so many wins during the season. And that coach was so evident and I could feel that energy jumping out even on social media. Thank you so much for that. It's funny you mentioned that because you know what? Because um, the whole season, we, we battled so much adversity, uh, JT, mm-hmm. like so much. Like from the beginning of the year, you know, we lost a couple of games because of, you know, some, you know, 
uh, poor fits from other teams. And we're trying to scramble to find games. And, 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 you know, we had that big test against Huron Heights and we, we, we saw the heart in our team in that day. And that's when we realized you guys are special. And, and, you know, we had a thin roster. It was tough. And what we said to ourselves, guys, you know what, what are we going to do? You know, this is our team. You know, we could say, you know what, we're going to make excuses for ourselves and, and pack it in. Or we're going to, we're going to come out every single day and work as hard as we can and, and, and leave it on the field. And, and so celebrating those little things, like you mentioned, right. Uh, we celebrated the, the journey and the process, mm-hmm. you know, not so much the result, but the process of what we had gone through uh, day in, day out. And I think that was what I've noticed everyone kind of saw and was able to agree with was it? Yeah, we, we went up, we went down, we went up, we went down, we went up, but we're coming out of here with our heads held high because we knew that we, there were a lot of battles, you know, mm-hmm. that we, that we really are proud of. So with all mm-hmm. things considered, you know, it's good to see that the morale was really good and everyone felt the same way. And like you said, there was no finger pointing. There wasn't any of that. And mm-hmm. we just were excited for, you know, for what we did together. And, you know, and a lot of our team, a lot of the seniors, uh, you know, especially the seniors, they get it, you know, their last ride together and that emotion about, you know, leaving your brothers and sisters to go on to, to the next level. And it's mm-hmm. so special, as you know, too, as a coach, seeing that and being a part of that journey and just understanding that these guys understand what the whole goal was and it's life, you know, it's not just that trophy or medal. It's what have you gained from this? It's going to carry you next tomorrow. You know, and that's what we constantly preach, you know, um, post game and pre game and uh, mm-hmm. on the field when adversity hits is it's a this is life. It's everything mm-hmm. we do here is is to signify what's going to happen in, in, in life. Mm-hmm. And for the most part, they understand. OK, you know, it's interesting as, as you share that, you know, I'm, I'm reminded of this idea that all high performers in any area of life, whether we're talking academics, whether we're talking relationships, you know, finances, business, is the importance of, of being, yes, goal-oriented, but process-driven. And, and it's like you said, it's, it's being able to, being part of the process is learning to acknowledge and celebrate those wins along the journey, because that's really where the blessing is. And that yeah. when you come from that space, it's it's amazing how that passion naturally oozes out of you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I remember when we first started out coaching, or my first couple of years, and uh, being a brand new program, and you know we were very fortunate to get you know some really talented athletes out to the school, and you know it took us a, a little while to, to to win. And I remember we went to the you know the Robson Junior Championships three years in a row. Maybe lost three years in a row, right? To the same mm-hmm. team, uh, and uh, you know the boys, you know, uh, just knew how close we were every single time, and and it it took those losses on the field to really gain the insight and understand what we're trying to work towards going forward because we became really successful after that. But you don't really appreciate it until you until you lose, mm-hmm. right? Like you have to lose, you know, and, and even. I, I say the term lose, but I, I don't really agree with how, like the term lose, <laughs> uh, to lose. Like I'm saying lose, but like, I don't think you ever lose really. Um, if you have the right mindset, it's you're learning. I find, you know, uh, it's, I'd rather lose a game. <laughs> and, and if I know I'm going to learn more from it than winning a game and not learn anything at all. Right. Uh, because again, it, it just comes back to life. Okay. Like, okay, we've done it on the field, but now it's going to happen when we graduate. 
what's going to happen when I when I meet, you know, my future employer, or how am I going to deal with, you know, my team in another situation, or 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 whether it's an athlete, or as an athlete, or as a as a person in the workforce, mm-hmm. uh, it's you got to win. That's what winning is, I think. And mm-hmm. um, so losing doesn't really doesn't really you know fit the vocabulary as much. Yeah, I say it because obviously it's a language we understand, but yeah, <laughs> I don't really take it that way. <laughs> Well, well, again, it, it's it's a, the reminder of of the power of perspective, right? Yeah. Uh, on anything in life, and and as you were sharing that, I was really reminded of that Nelson Mandela quote, right? I never lose; I either win or I learn. Right. And it's interesting that when when you start to approach life that way, and you start to hey, it, it's I either win or I learn. Like that's it. Like those are the, those are the only two options. It's yeah. amazing how much lighter it feels. And then it almost allows you to detach from external outcomes, whether it's numbers mm-hmm. on a scoreboard, whether it's, you know, it's, I mean, you're, you're an educator, whether it's what number you got out of zero to hundred on a test, or even yeah. as we get older, you know, the number of zeros in our bank account. Right. So again, I love like that win or learn, it simply allows us to live more from the inside out as opposed to the outside in. Exactly. hundred percent. And again, through this sport of football, you know, this mm-hmm. is how wow, it's, it's so easy to learn that concept through this mm-hmm. game. And, um, and yeah, and, and that's what I think has been very consistent throughout the journey. You know, mm-hmm. um, even my kids are young and they, they're into soccer and martial arts as well. And, and um, my youngest is really competitive. And if she doesn't win a game, then, you know, she, she's better now, but she's really upset. She'd be hard on herself. And, and now I've seen so much growth in her just because of the fact that she's understood that if I'm better than I was yesterday, if I'm having fun doing that, I'm winning, you know, mm-hmm. and, and as a nine-year-old, she's kind of understood that. And I'm so happy to see that. And I hope that we could all kind of just understand the same concept in life, right? Mm-hmm. Might change your mindset a little bit. And what a beautiful blessing, right? Being able to, to, to bless your kids with, right? Like that idea is, you know, if I'm a little bit better, than yesterday, right? That, that almost taking that Kaizen philosophy, right? That 1% better than I was yesterday. It's amazing how, again, it just free, it's, it's freeing because you're not comparing yourself to other people, their gifts, their talents and abilities, and you're just running your own race as cliche as that is. Exactly. 100%. No, I agreed. Okay. So, so I'm curious, you know, you're, you can tell you're in a very tight knit community, uh, you can tell that, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of love in the St. Rock, you know, family. I was about to say just football, but you can tell it's, 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 it's bigger than that. Oh, yeah. So, so I'm curious, what are you looking most forward to in this next adventure for you, um, you know, leading and serving as, you know, a, a team OU 16 men's tackle coach? I'm looking forward to seeing uh, different perspectives on how on, on, on coaching, different perspectives on on just being able to have that relationship between yourself as a coach and and and, and, and athletes. Mm-hmm. Um, and because I find that you know, obviously being you know in the GTA, uh, it's you know it's pretty it's a tight little box, right? Uh, whereas now being a part of the team, not only that, just being able to travel and to and to experience football in different provinces and to get again, meet, I want to meet coaches out there and just kind of get different insight and share resources and and be able to come back back and you know being a, and ask myself, okay, well, how did I grow from this whole experience? What have I learned? But not just that, like what did I give others in, in order to see how their lives have changed? 
and how they've gotten, you know, some kind of an improvement in their lives. Um, mm-hmm. So I, my, my goal is to really, uh, first and foremost, is to um, help these student athletes uh, mm-hmm. get to their next level, get to their next goals. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of them, if they're going to be on a team, well, they're going to be passionate. They're going to want to be there, right? <laughs> yeah. They're going to want to be there. And, uh, and that's good to know because, like we said earlier, with that passion, it, it's, it's easier to, to serve. Like, actually, in your book, right? I think it was uh, chapter six, you talk about bringing it, right? And the whole it factor and what it is. And, and I find myself, I'm very energetic and I have that, that attitude where I just want to, you know, be able to serve. And through that leadership, it kind of helps. Uh, and I, I, I kind of want to bring that same energy uh, to TMO, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because I found that I've, I've coached in other areas too, whether it be the, the uh, CFC prospect game. And I only had those guys for a really short period of time. Yeah. Uh, but we got, I got to meet some athletes here who, to this day, um, who I remember seeing at one of our Friday Night Lights games. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played for a crosstown rival in town and he came by and, and, and he said, hey, what's up, coach? And we spoke and he's doing a great job at Waterloo. And we had a good talk and he's such a great, great, great person. And you can see the, the leadership that he's gained from that. And just, and just the fact that he came back to say, hey, coach, just want to you know, say thank you for everything. And it was awesome, you know, just a little, you know, nugget of, uh, of you know, our, our existence together made, mm-hmm. made some kind of an impact on it, right? So if that could happen, yeah. I can only imagine what could happen, you know, being able to spend this time uh, with the TMO kids, right? For yeah. you know, our, We'll have our training camp together. We'll have our, you know, a week and plus to, a week and a half together. It's, I'm looking forward to being able to have, you know, forge relationships with, with these athletes and coaches and, and the, the staff at TMO and, and see where that grows from. You know, I just want to start somewhere and, and see, again, back to the opportunities, right? Mm-hmm. See what opportunities could kind of flourish through a positive experience for all. Mm-hmm. So. I love, I love what you shared and a couple of things jumped out at me. You know, we, we talk often on the huddle about this idea of like servant leadership. Like, what is that? And, and what I, again, heard from you was this idea. It's, it's helping and supporting others on along their journey. It's about helping them bridge the gap to their next level of greatness. And that's a, a, that's a daily, that's an ongoing process. And it's interesting how do you get there? It's like you talked about, and you've said these words many times. You talked about the importance of a willingness to grow on your part, and then a, a willingness to give unconditionally, right? And it's funny how that when you unconditionally grow and give, that that allows you to actually truly serve the hearts of others. And that, at the end of the day, mm-hmm. is how you create and live a rich and fulfilling life. Absolutely. Absolutely agree. And, and even just you having me on this show is, is that exact example, you know, just here's an opportunity, you know, you're giving myself an opportunity to share, you know, I could grow, you could go, we could all grow. Anyone watching this podcast has a chance to take something from it and grow, like you mm-hmm. mentioned earlier. And, and that's, well, this, there's nothing better than that at all. You know, um, again, feeling fulfilled. Uh, again, I feel like that fulfillment comes from like you mentioned earlier, serving. And uh, as educators, you know, it's easy for us because that's kind of what we devoted our lives to earlier on. See, I want to serve and give back to students. And how blessed are we to be able to do that in the classroom and on the football field and in different ways. And it's, it's just been a truly, been a blessing, you know, mm-hmm. be a part of that whole process for everyone that I've pretty much been able to coach or teach, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? So, and they've been teaching me a lot more than 
they think I'm probably teaching them. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's interesting, right? When you approach life, like, what could I learn from this person? You start to understand that you can learn from anyone. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter the age, doesn't matter that their title, doesn't matter if you are the teacher, they're the student, like you can learn from anyone if your mind's truly open to it. Exactly. And funny you mentioned that too, because I'm thinking specifically about an athlete who he just finished his fifth year with us. And I said to them when on the awards day, he won our, he was our MVP. And I, I said to him, and uh, I said to the group, I said, guys, I go, this, this is somebody who I've learned from, you know, uh, five years here. And he's been, you know, open to communicating with me, you know, on the field or off the field. He's got issues, come to see me. And um, it's very rare to have a, a, a kid understand that very early on. So I mentioned that I'm like, it's, it's easy for us as a coach or someone as a coach to say, you know, what, I know it all. And, you know, do what I say and that's it. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But with this guy, you know, it's, he, he, he'd, he'd look at me, we'd talk and I could see like his passion and his understanding. And we'd, we'd have conversations all the time during games, before games, after games, and it really helped. And so I told him I was going to miss him really much because, you know, what he had brought to the, to the, to the program was something very unique. And it's a sense of, like you said, JT, just being open, right? Being open, you know, and, and just being uh, like a parachute and being able to just put yourself aside and say, you know what? It's not about me, okay? It's about these guys and hear them out. Because again, not only that is how often do we have adolescents who have so much to say or want to say, but maybe don't have the opportunity to be heard. And so, again, you have the football field example, but then that's also life, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, again, what we both throw together in, the, in that process. So I really appreciate him and mm-hmm. just making me a better player, or sorry, better coach uh, and better leader as well. Again, and, and, and I love that humbleness, right? Like that common confidence in your own skin that you can learn. And, and what it reminded me of, is, and again, I, I know you can appreciate this as an as as educator, is, you know, I think back to early in my career where it's like I was at a very academic school and, you know, we want to give this illusion of perfection that I know everything, like that I, I, I'm a subject matter expert. Yeah. And then how often you go, you try to give this illusion of perfection and then, you know, the young people, like, they can smell it. Like they know that you don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) And it's interesting. You kind of, you know, you put your reps and sets in and you start to realize, you know what? I'm not, I don't know the answer yet, but I'm going to find out and I'm going to search and I'll get back to you. And it's interesting how getting to that place, you actually develop deeper and more rich connection because they start to see you as like, you're just like a human being. Like you you have your strengths, you have your quote unquote weaknesses and you know, you're just, you're human like that. Exactly that. That's exactly it. Right we are <laughs> just like you and, and they appreciate you and they respect you more for that. Like you said, yeah. you know, and, and that goes the long, long way, a long way. And just admitting, you know, as you know, the particular, putting the pride aside and say, Hey, you know what? I was wrong, but I will make it right. Promise you that <laughs> I'll work towards it, you know? Yeah. And that's important for us all to understand. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, so I'm curious, I, I, I want to be respectful of your time and energy. So I have one last question for you. You know, we live in a busy and distracted world, you know, that really, uh, I find at times glorifies that, you know, life has to be a grind. And yes, we all fall into those moments at times, but it is important to stop, to slow down, to just allow ourselves to be more. So I'm curious, 
if we have a student athlete, a parent or some, or, you know, another coach who's thinking about maybe throwing their hat in the ring and, and coming, you know, to Timo, um, what would you say to them of, of what, you know, why would it be a meaningful experience for them? I would say, again, back to that word, opportunity, you know, opportunity, you know, um, take advantage of opportunities in life because you may not get the same opportunity again. You know, when they come and they go, they may not come back. And if you, if you're thinking about something and you're not sure what you thought about it, you know, take that shot, mm-hmm. take that shot because you know, what's the worst that's going to happen, right? Um, someone's going to learn from that experience yourself, somebody else, there's going to be growth in it. And so at the end of the day, I think that um, a lot of times as an adult, we grow hesitant sometimes on making decisions, mm-hmm. you know, um, even myself, like, you know, I, you know, I, again, I have a busy schedule, but I say to myself, okay, can I fit this in or can I fit that in? The question is, well, the answer is, if you want to, yeah, you will fit it in, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Um, so then I have to remind myself, no, if you really want this, then you will, you'll find time or you'll find that opportunity. So take the opportunity and go with it. You know, because um, if you're thinking about it, then there's a good part of you that there's something that's special that you have that you want to give that, you, mm-hmm. you know, that people could kind of benefit from. So go ahead, take that shot and do it. You know, there, there's no wrong. In it, right. And you'll fulfill yourself once you know that. And you've, you're you going to have regret otherwise. Right? You'll never if you don't if you, if you don't try, you're never going to know. And then you gonna have to live with that. Right. Unfortunately. So mm-hmm. just do it. Take the opportunity and run with it. Okay. As Nike says, just do it, right? Just do it. <laughs> just do it. Okay. So, so I'm curious, brother, if anyone has any questions about you, whether it's, you know, maybe they want to learn more about, you know, the St. Rock family, maybe they want to learn more about, you know, TMO. Is there a way for people to connect with you and just really learn yeah. more? Absolutely. Yeah. So the best way I'm on, I'm on Instagram uh, through our St. Rock Instagram page. Um, I don't know. I could share it with you or now yeah. or. Okay, yeah, so so I could just go to my phone to remember exactly the handle, but Instagram is probably the best way, also on Twitter. Okay. So uh, I'm going to give you that right now. So through Instagram, uh, our St. Rock account is just St. Rock Ravens football, all one word. So st. Dot and then Rock Ravens football, all one word. That's our main okay. account. I actually run the account. So, so that's the... Easiest way to get through to me. Um, but not only that, Twitter, I'm pretty active on that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so tw- my Twitter account is uh, at Jerome Walker 02. So all one word, J-E-R-O-M-E Walker 02. And it's, it'll be Coach Walker. Uh, those are probably the best ways to connect me. And from there, um, that's that's probably, that's the best way. Okay. <laughs> that's probably the best way, other than directly uh, contacting the school, but that'll probably be a little bit harder going through okay. the different. But yeah, Instagram, I'm on it all the time, so that's probably the best way to reach me. Okay, and I'll be more than happy to share out uh, those links on Instagram, on Twitter, in the description, yeah. either on Facebook, YouTube, or the podcast. So thank you for sharing those. I really want to take a moment to thank you, Jerome. I want to take a moment to thank you for the great man you are, the great dad, you know, the the great teacher, coach, mentor, but more importantly, the amazing human being you you are. You know, the one thing that definitely uh, resonated with me since we connected was just just your passion, just just your passion for life and really helping to serve those along their journey, wherever they are on their journey. 
and just how it's, 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 it's not words with you. It, it's an ongoing commitment. So just thank you for inspiring me and reminding me what the game of life is all about. No, thank you. I can say the same thing though, JT. I appreciate everything. And you've been, again, I've been reading your book and it's been really, really awesome. Just kind of connecting to get you to know you on a more personal basis. And it, yeah. it, same exact resonation. And it's, it's been perfect to see that. And, and I do appreciate that and the opportunity, you know, in life. So thank you. And I'm happy to, I'll be seeing you soon. Looks like yeah. too. Well, the yeah. whole, with all the chemo activities coming up and I'm really excited for that journey as well. Thank you. Yeah. No, and, and thank you, brother. I, I receive it. Uh, so folks, Coach Walker dropped so many valuable nuggets of wisdom that will not only help you succeed in sport, but more importantly, in the game of life. And as I remind you every week in the huddle, knowledge is potential power. It's the consistent and focused application of great knowledge that actually creates great results. So my challenge to you is to take one of these valuable nuggets of wisdom and go apply it to your life today. And as I remind you every week in the huddle, you are deserving of greatness. You are worthy of greatness. You are greatness. And my only ask from this conversation is if it resonated with you, if it touched your heart, then please share it with a friend, a teammate, a loved one, or just someone you feel that needs to hear this message. The more people we have listening, understanding, applying these simple ideas to their life, the brighter this world will be. As always, I look forward to chat with you next time in the huddle. Have a blessed rest of your day. We'll chat soon, everyone. Take care.